Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast, we're talking about Multiverse of Madness. It's two days away, guys. Two freaking days away. Uh, but you guys have been writing a lot of feedback and theories and stuff like that. So before the movie hit, we wanted to get it addressed as many of those as we could. So that's what we're doing today. All that right off the bat, we have no control over. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Ashley Coffin. Ashley, how are you, my friend? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? You know, I'm good. I'm really freaking excited about Multiverse of Madness. I know. Like, ridiculous. I know. And I'm trying to avoid spoilers like it's the plague. There are so many leaks out Listen, there. I'm going to say this up top at uh-huh. the beginning of the show. If anyone ruins this for me, for mm-hmm. anyone on our page, I will come to your house and I will find you. <laughs> <laughs> First, I'm going to ban you from our Facebook page. So just know that. This yeah, is an, an instant ban because mm-hmm. I already saw people being like, oh, I read the spoilers and all I got to say is I love Marvel. Shut up. You shut up. <laughs> you go home. I don't even want to know that. If you read this, but do not even type the word spoiler on our page. And I'm going to be very serious because every movie so far has been ruined for me and I will not let this one. I am two days mm. away. Two yeah, days. Y- you always go radio silent during the days after the Marvel movies drops. It's basically time to just do that. Like we're doing it now. We're going to like yep. need to be completely internet silent. Cause I've already seen a couple of things that I did not want to see. Like yeah. Google keeps recommending articles that are like, Hey, this character that shows up in multiple. I, know. Like, mm, mm, I didn't even watch. It. I didn't even watch that last, whatever the latest trailer was that dropped yeah. a week ago. I'm not, not watching that. I don't yep. want to know about it. Just there's shut. some, there's <laughs> some things that were supposedly in that trailer that I've seen. Like, like screenshots of just popping up on Google. And I'm like, what yeah. are you doing to me? Phone? Like, why are <laughs> well, you? I'm looking down at our me? first thing and I, it says, I see rumors. And I'm like, do I, do I stop reading right there? <laughs> like, what is it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't no, want to know about it. <laughs> I think this is from a while ago. I think, I think a lot of these feedbacks are from like a long time ago. I don't think these are, any of these are based on stuff that, uh, that, yeah. uh, that are in the trailers from this week, um, which is <laughs> after, after about like two months out from the, uh, movie, I stopped watching trailers and, as much yeah. as I can avoid yep. it. Unless we have to do it for a job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unless we have to do it for the cast. Like I stay away from it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's get into these though. Uh, up first we got Io Ray. Uh, our, one of our patrons says. Ayo. Ayo. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've seen rumors going around that it could be nightmare. Uh, as they keep saying the word nightmare throughout the low key one division. And now. I think that's supposed to see Loki and WandaVision. That's hilarious. That's so funny. <laughs> that is so funny. Loki and WandaVision. Yeah, that's great. Good job, autocorrect. Are you texting to talk like I do? I don't text anyone anymore. I'm like, blah, 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 blah on my phone. Send. And then I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is nothing like what I said. Okay, let's try that again. Uh, can you keep saying the word nightmare throughout Loki and WandaVision. <laughs> and now... The Doctor Strange trailer. In the beginning of the trailer, he also mentions how he's having a lot of dreams. Again, not my theory, but very interesting. Anyways, love, love, love the podcast. I've been listening since WandaVision. Love you all 3,000. Thanks, (laughs) Aoray. Well, if you've been listening from WandaVision, you know that we also think it's probably Nightmare and have been saying it since then. We've we said it was Nightmare, maybe, because Mephisto is what he he looks kind of like a devil. Mm-hmm. And China doesn't allow that. So to not get the movie banned in, in China and stuff, I would assume that they would probably go nightmare 
but it should be Mephisto yeah. and they shouldn't give a shit about what they say over in any other country. Just give yeah. us what we want. It's already getting <laughs> banned in places anyway, I saw. Oh, yeah? I haven't seen mm-hmm. that. Uh, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it absolutely could be Nightmare. I don't know much about Nightmare or Mephisto, really, except for what we've talked about on the cast over this last year and a half. Um, mm-hmm. But, I, I, you know, Nightmare is just as good a guess as anything. Nightmare, Chathon, Mephisto. Chathon, that was the other one. Yeah, like it could be absolutely none of the above. It could just be Wanda versus Doctor Strange and the mm-hmm. uh, this like panel that we see in the trailer. So... I actually think that would be probably the most interesting if there's not a big evil bad, if it's just like Dr. Strange. Different versions of themselves. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. For for all the comics lovers, I would love to see a big bad show up like Mephisto. But for my mm-hmm. own love of story, I just love the idea of like Scarlet Witch or this Illuminati type panel being the big bad or like mm-hmm. being what, like if this was another Civil War, Civil War is one of the best movies because it's like, two forces you understand going against each other. So I'd love to see that more of that, you know, team cap. <laughs> That's right. Uh, <laughs> um, I've been saying Mephisto with Jeff since the beginning. So I, I have to just stick with it. Yeah. I can't let it be anybody else. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I, like I said, for my comics friends, I really hope it's mm-hmm. true. I hope that's what's going on. I just, for like our sakes, just because like people were so mad at us <laughs> after we convinced an in, like It was not just you guys. It was like every <laughs> no, online was theorizer was like, this is why it's Mephisto. I don't listen to anybody else. Oh, I know. I know. But <laughs> it was us directly. <laughs> we got one star reviews on iTunes because of it. <laughs> How dare you lead me down this path of bullshit? <laughs> one star. I was like, hey. The thing is, it still very well could all have been Mephisto. Like it's still very much yeah, on the table. Yeah, I hope so. Um, I mean, in the actual story, it kind of happens that way. That like the story mm-hmm. ends, and then you get all this other stuff comes in later with like the pieces of Mephisto's soul and all that stuff. God, I hope we see Agatha. Mm-hmm. I hope she's going to be the because uh, there's got to be some way that she gets out of there since we know she has a confirmed TV show. Yeah, how crazy would it be? If we see all these characters from the different shows, like how very cool. happy Ugh. I want her to go to Agatha for help. Mm, yeah. And then even de- I don't care whether it's for good guy stuff or bad guy stuff. I just want Agatha to help her and I'd like them to team back up. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. Cause like, yeah, in, in so many ways, Agatha was not doing a bad thing. Like I want Agatha free. Mm-hmm. She just wanted to know what was going on. Like, yeah. how do you have this power? I mean, I think she wanted her power. And, she a little bit. Yeah, yeah of course. Like, and at the end, she like thinks she's drinking in her power. So there's, there's definitely like, you know, some evil stuff mm-hmm. in there, but like, she's also drinking in the power of someone who's using it terribly. So maybe just very true. Yeah. Okay, up next, huh. we got Troy Bowman on Gmail says, Greetings, true believers. I've been listening for a few months only, but really enjoy listening into the show and all the insights into the MCU that the various hosts have. I'm writing with a theory about Doctor Strange 2 and its trailer. Uh, with Loki and Spider-Man No Way Home showing us that the multiverse reveals that different versions of the same character look different. What if the DS2 trailer is like the Avengers Infinity War trailer and the actual movie, the Doctor Stranges, we see are actually different actors portraying the role, like Hulk appearing in the Infinity War trailer uh, where in the movie he was actually in Hulkbuster. Plus, this also lends itself to the believability that Tom Cruise could be the Illuminati version of Tony Stark. (laughs) 
can we all please stop saying that or it is going to absolutely happen in two days <laughs> we're going to we're going to hex that into existence yeah. and i don't want it i don't want it i wouldn't mind it i, <laughs> I really i do. love tom cruise yeah. so much but i just <sighs> i don't know um i don't think that benedict cumberbatch would give away playing multiple doctor stranges to anybody else he just has the talent chops and the acting skills right. like he's almost like you know james mcavoy and um oscar isaac's level mm -hmm. of talented oh, yeah, sure. to make all of these be different ones so i don't know if we're going to get different versions of actors playing doctor strange but definitely other characters i do I, I would, think i could see that it's very possible we'll get different versions but the thing is, like Troy's talking about here, different actors playing different versions. But in Loki, well, that's what I, yeah. Like, what I was gonna say in in Loki, we also saw that there are multiple versions that looked like Tom Hiddleston. Um, it's just some of right. them were different, and some of them looked exactly the same. So uh, it is possible to have both in the same movie. It's possible that this yeah. will be similar to Loki that we'll get like different versions, same you know, different actors, same actors, just whatever. Uh, I hope versions. they reel that in a little bit. <laughs> I really, I, I, it's like the movie's just sounding so overstuffed. Like I just, yeah, I trust Sam, but and like not by the movie, but by what everybody keeps forcing. Oh, into for it. sure. I mean, well, we're also like <laughs> theorizing, and it, half yeah. the stuff's not going to be in there. But um, I mean, a lot of the stuff is though. Like we know for a fact from the trailer, at least, it looks like we see three or four Doctor Stranges um, mm -hmm. on the different two Wandas. Yeah, different posters. We see different versions of Wanda and Strange, and I, I feel like on the, some of the posters are some of the places to really look for clues because, like, you'll see mm -hmm. like three versions of Doctor Strange. One looks dark, one looks like heroic, and one looks like the one right. we know. But they all look like Cumberbatch. Agreed. Yeah. Or butternut squash crinkle fries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or whatever somebody tagged me. <laughs> yeah, I saw that on the, <laughs> on the stranded panda chat. Butternut crinkle fries. <laughs> and tambourine, listen, tambourine Saturday is just so many, so many of my friends now don't know him by anything other than tambourine yes. Saturday because we just, that's all we call. And just to say, she uh, means Timothy Chalamet because I didn't know who you were talking about for like, <laughs> like a year of you saying tambourine Saturday. I thought that was a person. Fully thought that tambourine Saturday was a person. But did you think it was Timothy Chalamet? No, I had no idea like, who you, I don't know who no. either one of these people are. You just kept saying his name and I was like, okay. You know who Timothy Chalamet is. I do now. Is. Uh, but, okay. but for the year you were talking about tambourine Saturday that I didn't know who you were talking about, I was like, sure. <laughs> so sorry. Sounds like a human being could be named that. We've got a Benedict Cumberbatch. Why not a tambourine Saturday? <laughs> It makes me happy. <laughs> no, no, it's totally good. <laughs> Up next, we got Kenneth Rush on Gmail says, Hi, Matt, Jeff, and Ashley. Uh, thank you for your diligent love and admiration for all things Marvel. I'm a longtime listener, first-time emailer of the podcast, and I have one question for Mom and another kind of random question. I am thinking that Nightmare will be more of the big bad than Darkster Strange. <laughs> um, Wanda, Shumagorath, or drumroll, Mephisto. LOL, put it on the board. That never gets old. <laughs> yeah. We just covered your number one, I think, pretty well. But I'm yeah. with you, man. Number two, I think that Dr. Doom is the power broker. Yes, you heard it from me first. Love always. Ken the Crush Panda? I love when people give themselves their own nicknames. <laughs> I no, I do too. I love the panda. I love all the panda names too. Uh, when people like join in on uh, Twitch or whatever, and their name is a panda name, I'm like, yeah, pandas, pandas unite. <laughs> this episode of John Oliver, the, the his sign out, you know, like when the credits are rolling, is just pandas falling. 
oh, kind I of violently that. out of trees. <laughs> I watched it last night. I loved it. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. Um, have you seen uh, Red Red yet? Red. Red. It's like the new Disney movie, I guess, or new. I think it's Disney. Is it animated? Anyway, it's a yes. It's animated. So you probably haven't seen. Why it. would you? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, because I was Isn't trying that to about the wait, 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 wait. Is that about the periods and everybody lost their mind? Totally about the periods. Okay, I've um, heard about it. It's about this group of women in their family at the. It, it is Teen Wolf. the The plot is a hundred percent Teen Wolf, <laughs> like a hundred percent. I it's love like, that. He, she finds out, she like wakes up on her like whatever 16th birthday and she's become a red panda. Like, a, okay. And, and so, but through the entire movie, it's like, she's talking about her panda self. And I just loved mm-hmm. it because it felt so like, uh, it felt so uh, nice to hear I them talking about their panda selves. And it was like <laughs> their authentic version of who they are kind of like, don't hide your panda. Like all this stuff. And I was like, oh, that's <laughs> so, so cute. Yeah, it was super cute. Totally Teen Wolf though. To- just 100%. And good for them. You know what? I would honestly watch that just to give it, you know, good for them. Because, yeah, that stuff needs to be regularized. And I just love that every time that they do something like that, watching people lose their goddamn minds. So right. keep doing it, Disney. But keep, <laughs> keep well, talking the, about the period. The weird thing about the period part of it was they didn't make it an allegory. Like, it's literally like they... Red panda, baby. Well, yeah, she's, she, gets, <laughs> she becomes a red panda and all the women in her family also have become red pandas. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's weird about it is they make a bunch of actual period references, like, when it happens, because they're like, oh, it happened. Oh, no, I didn't. I thought we had more time. And, mm-hmm. and she, like, buys her pads and stuff, which is fine. Totally fine. But what does like, she buy her pads for? If because I she ask. thinks... She she thinks that's what's happening. Her mom, she's hiding oh, it from her mom. Before she's turned into a panda. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, okay, so, okay. so sorry. The little girl so becomes sorry. a panda. She's like <laughs> okay. hiding from her mom, and she's like, "Something happened. I can't talk oh, about it." And oh, then oh, she oh. like goes and buys her pads or something. And it's like totally great. I think it's great to have that normalized. But like, it's just kind of weird because it's clearly a metaphor for that. But they're also yeah. making it like she's mistaking it for that. So it's like this weird mm-hmm. sort of like thing it's Interesting. like almost like the allegory is too on the nose because it's like yeah yeah well it's definitely too on the nose the red the red panda <laughs> the like, red panda roll red tide i become a red beast once a month <laughs> that's not actually what happens by the way it's like whenever she whatever i mean i'd have become a beast for about a week out of every month i'm like ah, get me chocolate lay off me i'm starving <laughs> <laughs> Did you just quote a uh, monty python uh, <laughs> it was uh chris farley that SNL skit, the lay off me, I'm starving. Oh, is that from the Chris Farley? Oh, gosh, you're right. <laughs> when you're he's right. like, ha, 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 those French fries, can I have some? And she's like, Jesus, Donna, eat all of them. And he's like, lay off me, I'm starving. <laughs> Sorry. It's probably I, my favorite SNL skit of all I time. Love, I love that. I love that skit. Um, but also, there's a Monty Python skit where he says uh, to get him everything in a bucket. You remember what I'm talking? He orders <laughs> yeah, the yeah. whole menu. And that confused the two. <laughs> Two good ones, though. <laughs> Two very good sketches. With what he said, like, I do, I would love if the power broker is Doctor Strange. Or uh, Doctor Doom. Or Doctor Doom, yeah. yeah I'd like yeah. that. I, I don't care how you bring him in. Just bring him in and uh, make it Michael Fassbender, and we're fine. <laughs> <laughs> and we're fine. Put Michael Fassbender in any of your movies, and we're fine. Yeah, I, I think that it's possible. I, don't, I feel like they ended that show making it clear. Like, I agree there is some wiggle room that Sharon 
is the power broker. And I don't want to take that from her. I don't I really don't. It would feel weird if it was like, by the way, she's not really. Because it's like, yeah. the, it's the twist of the end of the uh, end of the show. Mm-hmm. And I love it. I love a fall from grace. And I love that, you know, it's not even a fall from grace. She was treated badly. Yeah. And, you know, the fact that she's uh, share or Peggy Carter's niece, mm-hmm. grand niece. I think grandniece. Just grandniece. Yeah. It makes it even better. <laughs> I just love yeah. that. You know? Yeah. hundred percent. And it's, it's, it kind of parallels a little bit with, uh, uh, what's happening with, in multiverse of madness with, uh, you know, you, <laughs> you break the, break the accords and then you save humanity and you're considered a hero. <laughs> and I broke the accords for the same reason you did. And now I'm considered a villain. Not very fair. Not very fair. Yeah. I can't wait to see exactly what she's talking about. Like, I can't, like, yeah. it's two days away. Same. Okay. Same, 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 same. <laughs> we're going at three. I feel like we're, like, one of the first people to, to yeah. see it. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. three o'clock is, like, the earliest around here anyway. Mm-hmm. I'm really, so. East Coast. What do you think about this idea? That, we've never talked about this, uh, I don't think. What do you think about the idea that, like, Doctor Strange comes to her for help. Mm-hmm. And they do some sort of spell together. That is like breaking reality in some way because yeah. they're trying to maybe, maybe heal the problems from no way home. Maybe he's trying to figure out what this nightmare he experiences every day is like, whatever he does mm-hmm. something with Wanda. And then the Illuminati brings them in and like, he, they let strange off with like a warning or a, like, you know, don't do that. But then they want to mm-hmm. like really dark take- Phoenix her. Yeah. yeah, they want to dark be Phoenix like, you her. are too powerful, woman. We need to control you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and what would be interesting is if this is a multiverse version of the Illuminati, they're looking at this like, oh, well, we know Doctor Strange. Like, he's the guy who's a hero in all these universes. So surely he means good. But she did the same thing. But she's Scarlet Witch, and she's not always so good. So, no. like, maybe we need to imprison her or something. Yeah. Hmm. And that's maybe what the big, I don't know, because I could see him trying to protect her if that happens. Oh, absolutely. And that could lead to the, but I wonder why her and America Chavez are fighting. I wonder if America Chavez is sent there by the Illuminati, maybe to get them. I have no idea. I don't know. I (laughs) can't wait. There's so much. There's so many ways it could go. I have no clue. Okay. You talk about being overstuffed and one of the worst, uh, I still enjoy it, but one of the worst Sam Raimi movies is Spider-Man 3. Right. Because it's overstuffed. I really am curious if he will have learned his lesson about how, like, this is 20 years later or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, has he learned the lesson that you can have a movie with a lot of stuff in it, but you need to focus on what's important? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think a lot went sideways at the end of there. He lost a lot of control and the studios forced him to do yeah. the three. And I don't think that's the case this time. I don't think he would have signed on if he didn't have 99% of full control. Right. But I also think he's on a team where he doesn't have to be like, I want control. Because I think him and Feige and all of them probably worked really hard together to make this perfect for us. You yeah. know. I, I mean, I trust him a lot and I trust Feige mm-hmm. a lot. So I'm. And I don't trust what important. Fox Studios or whoever did... Uh, who did the the Spider-Man ones? Because I know that they said that they Sony. had to have Venom. Oh, Sony, yeah. That they had to have Venom. And like, they, they are just really good at not doing it well. <laughs> they are. It's true. Okay, up next, we got Scott Gilbert on Gmail says, What's up, Ashley, Melissa, Matt, Jeff? <laughs> uh, apologies if this has already been pointed out uh, and discussed. I'm actually revisiting a lot of your older MCU podcasts. 
and the focus on the movies since I'm going through them again in anticipation for No Way Home's digital release. Um, I had a chance to revisit Shang-Chi recently and noticed that after Wong and Abomination fight, uh, Wong opens a portal for them to leave and right smack dab in the middle of the portal is one of the cells that seem to appear in one of the mom trailers. Uh, you all broke down a re- few weeks back and the Super Bowl. Um, so uh, we've seen them before, but I guess we'll find out more regarding their purpose. Thanks for being uh, the podcast heroes we deserve. <laughs> then again, uh, that's the hero gig. Love you all 3000, Scott. Whoa. So I Wait found this really fascinating. So I did go and look at it. When we're saying cells, we mean the cells that he holds that Doctor Strange has under his... No. What cells? He is talking about the cells in Multiverse of Madness that we've seen in the trailers. So he's saying that the cells in Multiverse of Madness, these uh, uh, the, the glass cells that we see in multiple trailers, are in the portal that Wong opens when him and Abomination are leaving. I went and looked at it. There are they are very similar, but they are not the same. The bottom okay. is different. The lighting is different. Um, the glass cells in Multiverse of Madness. There they are glass cells though. So like it is interesting, and it, you could totally see it as like maybe that was an early version of the art that they wanted to have in Multiverse of Madness, and maybe like it could be the same facility. Um, okay. So that is very interesting. Like what if. Uh, one of the powers of the Sorcerer Supreme, because we never actually saw Strange become the Sorcerer Supreme, right? No, well, I guess Wong is now. Wong is now, but I don't think he was ever the Sorcerer Supreme officially. We had this argument. We have we, we went have, back yeah. and forth, and I felt like I feel like after what's her face died, and he had the Time Stone, and he you know, whatever he became the Sorcerer Supreme, and then that that would only make sense that after he snapped out that Wong had to step up and do it because that's right. the way they kind of explained it in No Way Home. Right. I, I don't think they ever uh, actually said he was. They just I think there was assumption he was. But then when you look back at it, there's never actually like he's never like coronated the Sorcerer Supreme or like it's never said that it's officially his. Um, but it could be it could be that he was for a minute. Then Wong took over. It could be that he didn't wasn't uh, shortly after she disappears is when he's dusted and they never actually, he's never officially the source supreme. I, I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. but what would be interesting to me here is if like, if that's the same facility, which again, the cells aren't the same, but they're super similar. They're both glass cells. One just has like a metal lining and a we- and the other one has like a weird, uh, imprint under it. That's like a pattern or something, but they do look mm-hmm. very similar. What would be interesting to me is like, what if Wong as the Sorcerer Supreme of this universe has access to that Illuminati panel or like, you know what I mean? Like if he's able to go there. That would make sense since Stephen Strange is on the Illuminati panel in the comics. Right. But the the Illuminati panel in the comics is a totally different thing. You know who I'd love to see walk in that room? The Illuminati Mm -hmm. panel like uh, Blade, but like Wesley Snipes Blade. Like that would be really fun. (laughs) I know. I'd freaking love that. <laughs> um, okay. Let's see. So anyway, I think that's super interesting. You guys should definitely go check it out. I'll try to put a uh, an image on our st- st- uh, Facebook chat of that because it's super cool that they're so close. It still makes me interested in like, where is Wong? Where are Wong and Abomination going that has such a similar cell? Where are they going at all that has a cell? You know what I mean? 
Yeah. It's weird. The whole thing. I, I really hope we find a little, a little more about like what Wong is up to because that's such a weird moment in Shang-Chi. Yeah. Hmm. Over under. Do we see Shang-Chi in this movie? I'm going to say no. I'm going to go with yes. <laughs> if nothing else as a post credit sequence, because like, okay. He was in that post credit sequence with Wong. Now we're seeing Wong. Like, why wouldn't, why, why is that post credit sequence there? What do the rings mean? How are they connected to what's going on? You know? I just saw that as like, you know how Doctor Strange got Loki and Thor when there was a threat to our. Yeah. And yeah, like yeah. That was, that's the Sorcerer Supreme's job. So if Wong is the acting Sorcerer Supreme, that he would be getting the radar and those rings started giving out that pulse thing. Oh, yeah. Because we saw Captain Marvel and we saw um, Bark Ruffalo. Well, a hundred percent. But like when you do a post credit sequence, normally it's leading to the next thing. Like it's leading to like when the next when that will be seen again and to show Wong and then it not be the thing that is going to tie together with Wong's Maybe. next movie. But I mean, we, he, you could say that it could then ta- be Captain Marvel. You could say that it could then be something with yeah, She-Hulk. For sure. You could say that um, Wong also kind of showed up in a couple things. He's in No Way Home. Mm-hmm. You know, he's in this and that. So it doesn't. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully, maybe he'll come help him at the end. I don't know. It does again feel like it would overstuff the movie even more. So yeah. I just don't see a place for him in the rings in that. It, unless, unless they do what I, I said like years ago about um, this is how the Fantastic Four gets introduced. Because I remember reading a comic line where they were in like a pocket universe, being held by Mephisto, mm-hmm. and Doctor Strange freed them out of there. So I-, I would love if all of that kind of just started to spiral into that being, you know, what yeah. happens. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, but that's, again, more things to put in this movie. I feel like there's so much that I... We've been doing Picard uh, over on the Star Trek Universe podcast, uh, covering Picard. And it's like, this is, they're doing three seasons of Star Trek Picard. It's only getting three seasons. Each, each season's 10 episodes. So, okay. like, there's so much to do to wrap up this great story of Picard. It's been, a, like, a great love of mine for 30 years. So, like, they keep taking episodes to just, like, do random bullshit. And I'm just like, don't you hate that? I hate it so much. Mm-hmm. I hate it so much. I'm just like, why is this an episode of Picard? Like, why did this need to happen? Like, they had, they just had an episode where <laughs> they go, they get uh, the FBI, an FBI agent gets on their, they've gone back in time, and an FBI agent gets on their trail, and it's there's a whole episode where they have to convince an FBI agent to leave them alone. It's like, why? Why would you spend time on that when why? there's so much to do to wrap up the storyline, <laughs> the various storylines in like the, in Picard's history? And like, I just, I don't understand it at it. all. Um, I saw in the middle of that conversation that my thought w- went away completely where it was going. So say he finds the Shang-Chi, I could see him showing up. Mm-hmm. If that, if the rings are somehow connected to like Galactus or the Eternal, and it was some kind oh, of beacon. Yeah, yeah. So if they pull like, Say, say Galactus shows up at the end of this, you know, mm. coming or, or he's, you know, whatever. And we got uh, talk about overstuffed, but I'm just saying like, that's when I could see that would make sense for him showing up. Too overstuffed. Galactus yeah. can't fit in this movie. He's too big. End credit scene. <laughs> nope. He could just swallow he's, it. He's too big for an end credit scene. He could swallow <laughs> the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. I just don't understand what all like we were watching Doctor Strange the other day and like Dormammu, oh, he eats worlds. I'm like, for what? For what purpose? Like, what's what's the joy 
What do you right. get out of eating the worlds and turning it into like amoeba looking things? Like, do you go back there and hang out? Right. Are you are you like gaining land in the solar system? I just don't understand the point of eating worlds. Well, they said that in Doctor Strange, like some worlds are full of like life and possibility and other worlds are just overtaken with just hunger. And just like, yeah. so as I think that's the idea is that, that Doramu's dimension is just this world run by this guy who's full of hunger. And I think that can be yeah. an allegory for all kinds of human beings who have the same sort of hunger for like more money, more status, more this, more Elon that. Elon like, Musk. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. Did you need to buy Twitter? Yeah, asshole. Dormammu is just a billionaire, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just buying up all the social network pages. <laughs> Okay, uh, let's try to hit two more before we have to get off of here. Steven uh, on Gmail says, um, Hey guys, been listening to the podcast since Spider-Man Homecoming and wrote in once or twice over the years. Uh, with all the rumors of old Marvel movie actors possibly coming into the Multiverse of Madness, I want to know which non-canon, for now, movies you guys think will tie into Mom and maybe even what order of importance I should watch over the others if I run out of time. I look forward oh, to, honey, you to are out what of time. y'all think. Yeah. Uh, well, let's, let's give him like top three because we do have a few days. He's going to have like two days. Okay, well, Doctor drops. Strange, WandaVision, Doctor- oh, he says and non-can- The Way Home. No, he's talking about non-canon. So like things that aren't oh. in the MCU, like the X-Men movies. Which X-Men? Which, days which of three Future X-Men Past. Movies? Days think? of Future Past. Okay. Because it's got everybody in it. And it's the thing that rewrites their history, like their sure. stuff moving forward. Like, it's not going to be Dark Phoenix. It's not going to be First Class. Honestly, I think if you're going to watch an X-Men movie, like X1 or 2 is like the thing to do. Like, just go back and see what they're, see what the, see what the X-Men actors are like. Cause I, and maybe, I think maybe like X, the first X-Men and then First Class. Like, that's what okay, I, I was going to say. Cause you have to have the McAvoy's and the Fastbenders right. in there too. Cause they really did make that different, which is kind of why I said Days of Future Past because everybody's in that one. Yeah. And you get to see everybody's portrayal as the characters, young and old. Mm-hmm. So if you're not going to spend the time to really develop them, if you want to see what all of them are kind of like, cause everybody's in it. Yeah, but Days of Future Past, like, you don't get a sense of the older actors very much. Like, the older actors are sort of, like, just bookends to the... Th- I guess, but I, I guess... Know, what, you think they're really going to bring uh, What's-His-Face and Famka and What's-His-Face in? I don't think so. No, I think if they're going to pull from it, it would be from the newer, that's why the better I, ones. I think the uh, Patrick Stewart portrayal is the thing that's important, and possibly in McKellen. Like, I think it would be really cool if they're both on that panel, and right. that, like, we get to see that older version of... Um, you know, Eric and Xavier. Right. Yeah. I don't know. If they just want a little taste of everybody yeah. who could possibly show up, Days of Future Past. Sure. If you want to see, you know, just Xavier and, and their kind of interaction, because I really don't think, except for maybe Hugh Jackman, any of the other cast would, would show up. True. I think it's possible we'll see. I think Deadpool is one that could show up. So uh, watching Deadpool or Deadpool 2, which you should just do anyway, because there's so much fun. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, X-Men are obviously the biggest ones, uh, Blade, you know, maybe. Mm-hmm. And if they've never watched canon ones and they've watched WandaVision, then you would definitely want to watch some. Oh yeah. If yeah. you haven't watched WandaVision, go watch WandaVision. That's like number well, one. No, no. I'm saying if you didn't watch Days of Future Past or the other one, then you would have no idea who Ralph Boner is. True. That's true. So they made that a little bit more canon, I guess, than the other movies. Yeah, kind of with this Ralph Boner thing. Like, will mm-hmm. they 
decanonize the Ralph Boner thing, will that become, will he become Quicksilver? I'm really curious. <laughs> I hope so. Also, decanonize Ralph Boner sounds like a really well, funny thing. How do thing. you feel about them recasting What's-His-Face, who was a- Aaron Taylor Johnson? Or is that Anya Taylor Johnson? I don't know. It Three names. Aaron Taylor Johnson. The original Quicksilver right. is now Craven the Hunter. Very strange. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, he, I will say he disappears into roles to me. Like, yeah, I forget. He, he played kick ass. Is that right? Yeah. But he was also like sure. 15. Yeah. But it's been like 10 years. <laughs> and Evan right? Peters is in that too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Hasn't it been like 10 years since uh, Sokovia? <laughs> Maybe. How, how long has it been since that movie? It's like, been a minute. It's probably been about as long as it was between kick ass and Craven the Hunter is such a different looking character. Like, yeah. I, I did not even realize he was the guy, the kid from Kick-Ass. Like, it took me a really long time to realize. <laughs> so, I'm wondering if, like, he's grown up a little more. He's a little older now. He's a fully adult man. And they put him in that Craven the Hunter costume, if I'll even notice. We'll see. <laughs> but it is we'll weird. See. It's definitely weird. I know. I noticed that uh, Minerva from, what's it, what's it called, was also, um, Minerva from uh, Captain Marvel was right. also Cersei. Like, it was very, you could put as much makeup on her as you want. I could tell it was the same actress. <laughs> see, I, I couldn't, I still couldn't even tell you which of the Eternals she was. <laughs> Or whatever. The main one. Oh, was she? Okay. Yeah. I couldn't have told you that a second ago. <laughs> it's really mm. sad. <laughs> Up next, uh, last one, we got David Yarborough says, Hey, MCU cast, I'm a big fan of the show, and I've been listening since WandaVision. Uh, listening to your DS Mom trailer feedback episode, and thought a thought occurred to me when I listened, when I heard... <laughs> When I heard y'all talking about the dream that Doctor Strange says he has every night, could this dream possibly relate to No Way Home and the spell he casts? Like, Doctor Strange is having fragments of his memory that is supposedly wiped, but like any dream, once you wake up and struggle to remember the details. Yeah, I feel like we kind of talked about that because he kind of messed up his own memory, forgetting who, yeah. like he's not even going to remember who Peter is, so he definitely has giant chunks gone. Yeah, it reminds me of like Men in Black. What, there's a scene in Men in Black when like they're like, "How many times have you neuralized him?" <laughs> like there's some guy and he's like, "That's got to be bad for his uh, bad for his brain." Like, yeah, yeah. maybe Doctor Strange has neuralized himself too many times. Also, I'm just realizing that spell happened on top of the Statue of Liberty, and I'm pretty sure in the third or the s- second or third, I think it's the third. In the third Men in Black, they use the Statue of Liberty as a neuralizer, which is very funny. Huh. Her little torch becomes a oh, neuralizer. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> and gets the whole city. I think that's the one where they like go back in time and like do all the... Because it's like Men in Black cubed or whatever. Okay. I like it. I like all the Men in Black movies, though. Except for the brand new one, I don't think is... is... I didn't even care to watch it. <sighs> I hated that I didn't care more because I really like Men in Black. Did you hear in those Sony leaks? I think it was Sony... Yeah, it was Sony, the Sony leaks that one of the things they had planned to do if for like that they had had meetings about was turning 23 Jump Street into a Men in Black movie. What? Yeah, they were like the Johnny Depp, like we're in high school pretending to be detectives. Okay, did you see 21 and 22 Jump Street? If you're talking about not the ones from the 80s with Johnny Depp, then no. Well, you should go watch them. They're just comedies. They're like, whatever. They're silly comedies, but they're I like... I can't stand Channing Tatum. Okay. Well, Channing Tatum is kind of great in those. And, and so is um, the little guy. Who's you should go him. watch the original one. Jonah oh, I've Hill. seen the original. Okay. <laughs> but no, like apparently Sony 
like this this broad comedy that they had made with these cops. I guess the storyline was going to be that those two cops that have done these big busts and done all this stuff in 21 and 22 Jump Street were going to somehow get indoctrinated into the Men in Black and come oh. join the Men in Black. And they were going to like combine the two universes which to oh me sounds God. hilarious jonah hill yeah. and it sounds so good but then they didn't do it instead they would did the chris hemsworth one yeah i didn't care for i didn't even see it so i can't say i didn't care for it but it was fine but it like didn't blaze any new trails it felt like the same movie from 20 years ago you know it didn't it's did just nothing new. like thor and valkyrie variants in a different show yeah exactly okay <laughs> and they're dealing with aliens so it's all kind of yeah whatever okay we've got to get off here we love you guys. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back. Um, mm, we'll see you on the we'll, other side, baby. Yeah, we'll see you I guess we won't. Live on Twitch Thursday. That's right. Uh, well, yes, live on Twitch Tuesday night, midnight, moon night. And then Thursday around 6 p.m. Central, I believe, is what we're going to try to so. make it for. Yeah. Yeah, 6 p.m. Central. So we'll. So probably 6 30 Central. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> probably true. Uh, as soon as we can get set up, as soon as we can get home from the movie, Get set up. We're mm-hmm. going to be doing live stream between six and seven. Uh, so keep an eye on the Twitch live stream, twitch.tv slash stranded panda TV. Peace. No spoilers. None. None at all. Thank you for joining us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Available everywhere you get podcasts, and now a video version streaming live on twitch.tv slash stranded panda TV and available at youtube.com slash stranded panda. And if you'd like to learn more about all of our other podcasts, geeky projects, and ways to support the network, visit strandedpanda.com.